Welcome to Spectrum Days, the podcast where we ruin our childhood memories of games we used to play. With me, Chris, and my cousin, Phil. Hello. Hey, Phil. How's it going? We we ruin your memories because you're rubbish at them all and you just think everything's (laughs) difficult. (laughs) Um, Today's game, I've got high hopes, amazingly. (laughs) Do you say that every time, man? Uh, Yeah. We've got to be positive in life. True. um, yeah, positive mental attitude. Okay, I, I, I will be as well then. Okay then, reveal today's game. <laughs> well, it, to be positive then, it's the, it, was a, it was a winner of the Golden Joystick Award uh, in CNVG in 1984. It placed uh, third in Game of the Year, 1983, the same competition. Oh, wow. um, uh, it was in the uh, number 25 in the Your Sinclair Official Top 100 Games and voted number six in the Reader's top 100 games of all time and got lots of other awards and everyone knows it it's manic minor manic minor this is going to be good chris i agree with you we cannot fail with this one to have at last found a retro game that we are going to play after however many years that is 30 odd i can't even work that out and we're going to go yeah that was brilliant it was, it was as good as I remember it when I was seven or wherever we were then. <laughs> Nine in my case, I think. Nine, I got, must have been eight, eight then. I could again place place it in my memory because it, this is close to Horace Go Skiing, right? Is there a photo there? of you playing it crying? That's what I'm thinking, yeah. There probably is. <laughs> <laughs> I can remember playing on the same TV as well, yeah, the Spectrum connected to the TV in the living room. Um, so, yeah, it must have been special occasions we were allowed to play Manic Minor when we were let out of our cage or something, I expect. Special occasion. (laughs) (laughs) Your parents wanted you out of the way for an hour. (laughs) An hour? Do you think we should play Manic Minor for a whole hour? Oh, wow. (laughs) I I thought you were pointing out that your parents being occupied for an hour was impressive. Well, I didn't realize. (laughs) (laughs) I hope they don't listen to this podcast. You, you do seem to be of the belief that kids back in the 80s, we had more patience. Um, and you seem to believe that we did used to play these games for a long time. But um, yeah. I remember Manic Minor being pretty hard, pretty yeah. hard. Yeah. Um, but it was special. I mean, a platforming game. It was a platformer. Yeah. Um, kind of puzzle, jump jump the, on the platform, climb ladders, I think, uh, and you had to collect a an object on the screen, which I think would have been a flashing key, uh, to be able to get to a kind of door or a portal to then pass on to the next level. So each, each level was just one screen, no scrolling left or right, if I can remember correctly. Um, and that was something completely new, being able to uh, jump and you know this is way before Mario or anything like that, right? Yeah. So uh, yeah, it was yeah, by a couple of years, two or three years, I think. Yeah. So it, it was special, um, definitely a special game to play, and uh, of course it's going to be really difficult because it was really really difficult then. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, kind of looking forward to this one. Yeah, I should point out this is the part in the podcast where we try and remember the game. <laughs> 
as best as we can. Uh, we haven't played it yet. We will do that later on. We will take a pause after we've bored you silly with us trying to remember all about the game. And then, then we'll play it and come back and tell you what we think. So I think that's what Chris is hinting at, that he's he's excited that... <laughs> <laughs> this might actually be a game that we enjoy playing. Um, I, I'm not so confident. I'm trying to be positive because I said at the beginning of the podcast that I would be, but I'm not as confident. I remember this being one of those games, and I think it might actually, now I'm talking about it and remembering it, and yes, I again played it at my, my neighbours next door who had the rubber keyed 48 um, that I, that I'd never learnt the phrase before, and I think this is where I learnt it. it was pixel perfect jumping, and that that whole thing of the jumps that are in it from platform to platform. You do have to get right to the edge of whatever ledge it is that you're on to make the jumps. And I know from uh, it was Matthew Smith who made this, and I know from watching interviews with him, uh, there's a lot out there. If anyone, anyone wants to see him, I'll try and put some links in the uh, video on our YouTube channel when this eventually goes out. That he did make some uh, sort of practice rooms, and what that room this this game's made up of an awful lot of rooms, as as Chris describes. There, you once you've got the various things in the room, you get to the exit and you're on to the next one. I'd like to say they get pro- progressively harder, but I think they're just hard anyway. <laughs> I'm not sure that there's much uh, not much ease of progression to ease you into the difficulty. I just seem to remember them all being really, really hard. Um, but yeah, he, he, he made this room uh, to see whether the jumps were possible, how far the character jumps. And unlike Mario, that has some sort of control in the jump, sort of mid-jump control, height, uh, speed, length, and all that sort of thing. Well, this is just, you just walk and you jump, and it's an arced jump. You've got no way of controlling it. So you have to do everything pixel perfect. And I think, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's this is this is the game where I learned that word and learned the misery of what that means, that that real I thought, I thought you were going to say you I thought you were going to say you'd learned a swear word or something that was the that was the first time you Oh learned. we we used them <laughs> when playing this <laughs> I think we we used all the ones that eight year old knew uh, I got to be I got to be rubbish at playing this <laughs> I've changed my mind I've changed my mind I'm not looking forward to playing it <laughs> Three minutes in, and he's already yeah. not positive. Wow, well, our positivity <laughs> lasted well there. I think that's fairly good for modern man. It was <laughs> positive for three minutes. That's that's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, in 1983, I mean, back then, they're, yeah, they're, 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 we've already said it. There, there wasn't much else that was that was like it. I, I, I'm struggling to think of another game that. That, that was like it. any you know i'm not even well, sure if i played a sort of platform game in, in well, that hold up hold up i think um it it is he was influenced by a game on the atari right yes thingy minor 29er yes but i i've yeah. never played that i i i, I well, yeah one of my mates, well, no, I wouldn't have played that. You're right. Uh, later, a few years later, when we did move house, had a new neighbour, kid my age. He had an Atari, and we played some. I can't remember what Atari he had, but we played some. Did you? Mo- <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you did dropped you mo- out. Did you? Yeah, mo- yeah, him? yeah. Because some of the some of the games he had, he had like a soccer game, which was awful. 
I mean, match really? day was yeah, I can't really remember. on the Atari, an awful game, was it? Yeah, really? yeah, us yeah. lost us some viewers. Me hinting <laughs> that the Atari might be bloody awful. <laughs> well, what? <laughs> It looks like, it looks Hi, like everyone. All, yeah, we only like Spectrum now. That's, those are the episodes that do well. Spectrum, mention Spectrum again. ZX. The ZX Spectrum by Clive ZX Sinclair. Spectrum. Clive, I've completed it, Sinclair. <laughs> yeah, those are the games that get us the, the big. Who was knighted in 1983 when this game came out? Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, not because of this game. <laughs> I dub you, Sir Clive, for making magic minor. Well done. (laughs) (laughs) You were so clever. Did you make those games? (laughs) I I still can't get over how he managed to copy all of them every night to to sell them in W.H. Smith. With his tape, double tape player. Yeah, God, he must have been busy. He was always down Woolworths getting MTDKs. Did he have to hand deliver them to Menzies and uh, Smiths and Woolworths? <laughs> no, he had children on bikes. Yeah. <laughs> I think that was the origin story to Paperboy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, he actually is. Yeah, <laughs> he wasn't doing you're, you're, not even, you're not even joking. That actually is. That, yeah, that's it. <laughs> oh my word! So, and when he got he angry, got... it was like oh, what beast? <laughs> Shin kick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what the three it? people that watch us are going to. Oh, I know everything yeah. that's from. That's Our big funny. fan in Belgium. Yeah. Hello, yeah. Belgium. Hello, Belgium. Thank we you like for listening. Waffles. Do send them. Uh, so, but what did Sir Clive, what had he done then before 1983? So there's calculators and watches. Well, he was the first person to make like the calculator or something, wouldn't he? Or yeah, something yeah like I think that. so. And the portable television. Hmm. And a wristwatch kit. You could buy yeah. a kit to make your own wristwatch. I'd, I'd have knighted him just for the calculator. Yeah. I don't know what people were doing before then. Abacus. <laughs> what are we doing? Are we talking about Magic Minor? No. Why are you saying Magic Minor? Magic. It's, not, it's not Magic. But Chris made this mistake some while ago. We <laughs> called it Magic Minor. And forever, ever now, it's just Magic Minor. But we're actually talking about Manic Minor. <laughs> the wonderful computer game by Matthew Smith. Poor old Matthew Smith. Matthew Magic Smith. Matthew Magic Smith. <laughs> yeah, those of you who don't know about Matthew Smith, he's worth looking up and looking into some interviews with him. Uh, interesting chap. Yeah, he born 1966, so he's 56. So he's sort of, yeah, he's, he's that few years older than us. So he's one of the early bedroom coders. Um, I was trying to explain to Chris earlier on that he was he was a, a very smart guy. He started he got the spectrum from Bug Bug. Bug Bite were the people that originally released this. It did get released by another company, I forget who that was, that got re-released later on. But Bug Bite from the research I'd done actually lent him a spectrum. Or may may have eventually given it to him, but the, the wording of why yours they actually lent it to him. 
um, on the auspices that he write three games. Yes. <laughs> so this is where we differ. Which <laughs> <laughs> I thought think's that a was... good deal. I think <laughs> getting a spectrum for three games, that's a good deal. I thought he was ripped wrong off. wrong with that, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> ripped off. <laughs> No, I think he did then get paid as well for making for making the best top games on the spectrum. Um, yeah, the way it's the way he coded them and the way he got the information onto the spectrum. He, I think, he started using the Tandy TRS TTR eighty or something like that. I'm not particularly yeah. familiar with the Tandy stuff, but he actually built a uh, a porting sort of device to go straight from the Tandy into the Spectrum. A device. Yeah. (laughs) So instead of actually having... No, (laughs) instead of having to load the software as he was creating the code into the Spectrum each time from a tape, he was squirting it over from the Tandy through a kit that he made and straight into the Spectrum. Why are you (laughs) laughing at squirt? Not, Nothing wrong with saying squirt. No, I'm just thinking. I, I just wonder what the tech setup there was. Well, there's, so. if you if you feel free to to Google him, you can see a picture of him with that device on his desk. Really? Yeah, Matthew Smith. Matthew Smith puts put Spectrum or ZX, so they all get the famous footballer. <laughs> yeah, but I've seen. <laughs> I've seen and you will. There's a black and white photo of him at his desk with his. Uh, Cure haircut with his dongle, his lovely eighties. Um, ah, yes, yes. Jumper, yeah. and you'll see there he's typing the tandy, and he's created that with the ribbon cables and up to that kit, and plugged into the serial port as was on the back of the Spectrum. Yeah. So there was no loading time. It meant he could create the games that much quicker than anybody else. He he made that himself. Came up with a concept to directly plug the two computers together. Mm-hmm. I think that's pretty flipping amazing. No one else is doing that in their yeah, bedroom. Yeah, yeah. Says he was a highly eccentric individual. His talent was borderline genius, especially for yeah. his age. Yeah, I, I just said know. that was genius. I'm not even sure borderline. I just said that was. I... Although this article, and it's not me saying this, it says, well, abroad, Smith developed a keenness for substances and fast lifestyles. Well, wouldn't you, after getting a free Spectrum for writing three games? <laughs> well, and £3,000, which in today's money is equivalent to, like, apparently £10,000. Exactly. i go off and Live in the fast line, yeah, fast I'd life. i go off abroad and spend that on women and substances. That's such yeah. a great euphemism, it's substances. What was that, blue tack? <laughs> <laughs> it's round the back of the bike shed, sniffing blue tack. But I mean, well, I mean, maybe, well, if you think about Manic Miner, it was quite psychedelic anyway, right? I mean, it's quite an imaginative, I think some of the monsters were quite crazy. Yeah, well, and the levels all had really weird names, didn't they? Each room didn't have some weird name. Yeah, well, even the game and his his sequel, Jet Set Willy. What? I don't know. I'm just laughing because you said Willie. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was his name, Minor Willie. Yeah. I'm not sure you're allowed to say that in a podcast, are you? Minor Willie. 
What is a what is a minor willy? Don't Google it. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you do, do not Google. I was a, a major. If there's a minor, is there a major willy? Don't just don't. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> oh, we won't publish the transcript. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I can see you typing it. Stop! No! <laughs> <laughs> so he's referring to a kind of coal miner or gold miner, Willie called Willie. M- called miner Willie. Yeah. <laughs> That's his name, man. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it it was so. It seems that he was quite a character, right? A genius, uh, did some amazing things. Made Manic Miner, Jet Set Willy, yeah. And they then made his own production company, his own software house. Might have been actually who they might that might have been who released Jet Set Willy. He might have really released that himself. I think he might even have released the second. Release of Manic Minor, I think. I thought, I'm, I'm, that's that's just based on my misremembering things there. But he, yeah, he came out with his own software. He wrote a few games, and then, then as I say, had a. I, I, as far as I'm aware, I hope I'm not doing a disservice. I've watched various interviews with him, and there's plenty out there. I think he had a bit of a breakdown. I think it got to him because he did sort of become pretty famous well, famous in that world. And probably nowadays, it wouldn't seem like fame at all. But um, I don't think he could handle it, and, and bless him, he, he went off for quite a while, and then eventually I think got deported and came back to Britain. Uh, he got involved with some company or other, I think 2013 or something, to I think either remake Manic Mine or work, worked on for some other software company, um, and and has has been appearing at conventions and things like that. As I say, anyone interested in his his life story, there are a lot of videos on YouTube about him. Uh, yeah, interesting guy, amazing, very very clever. Did um, but there isn't a PlayStation Five version of Mad- Manic Miner, right? There might be a Magic Miner. <laughs> is, is that a VR title? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. no, it came out on a lot of things it got converted by other people onto other computers it's on Xbox 360 really? I mean I don't know we don't know in what guise it's on the Game Boy there's an official Game Boy Advance version of it it's on okay. the MSX the Oryx 1 the Amstrad CPC the BBC Micro Commodore 16 and Commodore 64 the Dragon 32 and 64 Sam Coupe which I th- that I think was a more recent version the Tatung Einstein which I don't even know what that is the MTX PMD85 and of course the ZX Spectrum um, but, but uh, yeah a, a bit like the other videos that we've done on games it's one of those games that just came out on everything uh, you can probably play it on some fridges that have got screens I think like Doom. <laughs> you can probably play it in a Tesla now He's probably. Yeah. I think they just released Steam on on the Tesla or something like that. You could play Steam games on the the Tesla, maybe. Well, as soon as it drives itself, you might as well sit there playing Portal yeah. Two. <laughs> well, I was on Twitter. I found this kind of animated GIF of a manic a version of Manic Miner with recreated with physics. So that's um, 
Stephen C. Smith on Twitter has, re- re- has tweeted that out. I don't know if he's made it, but that looks insane. It's manic it minor, and you can shoot, and it's got, got physics and destructible, <laughs> destructible platforms. It is in that would be insane. They should make they should make that get that. Yeah, on. I mean, I, so I don't I don't know what versions are on. I guess we we may find out in the second part of our podcast where we actually play the game. I mean, I'm going to concentrate on playing the Spectrum one. It's where we both mm. played it, or all oh, three yeah. of us, I should say. Obviously, producer John's there in the background as well. We all remember playing it on the on the Spectrum. And the there is a, a version of it. You can play it online. I shall include that. A link underneath the video if you're watching us on YouTube so you can play along as well. So, yeah, I mean, that's where I'll certainly play it. But for the sake of the video, I shall probably find some other footage from the other versions. I never played it on the Commodore 64, or, or no. I don't think I've even seen any of the other versions of it. No. Um, I, know. I mean, I mean, just to, yeah, just we've mentioned, you know, Jet Set Willy and things. I mean, we played his other games. They were all equally as, as successful, and I, I remember those as well. But I, I'm not sure I remember them as well as Manic Miner. I don't know why. Well, why, how would we have even known? So back in those days, do you think, like, in our case, maybe our dad just went out and bought Manic Miner? I don't know if it's – there was no – this is pre-internet. There, there were magazines. It's kind of – were kids at home saying, Dad, Dad, go and buy me Manic Miner? Or is it just your dad came home with Manic Miner and that was that? Uh I I don't know. Cause you, cause you, <laughs> I don't remember. Because you found no idea. you found a magazine cover. Yeah, it's your Sinclair issue one, which I mean dates this game. Like we say, it's nineteen eighty three. I mean that might be partly the answer to your question. There wouldn't have been many games back then, anyway. I mean, we're talking very early days. But if you I look mean, at would that, there have been ma- many major releases. You know, would there have been many? Uh, you know, I don't know. Well, please do look up your Spectrum issue one on the internet. Your Sinclair. Your your Sin. No, your Spectrum. Is it your Spectrum? Oh, so I thought your, it was your Spectrum. Bite high, no limit. Number one, ninety five pence. Oh yes, and your Spectrum. You're quite yeah, right, and it's kind of like it's kind of like. You know, the inspiration for Harry Potter, uh, J.K.R. Rowling probably bought that magazine and, and thought up Harry Potter. J.K.R. Rowling? Yeah, J.K.R. Rowling. J.K.R. J.K. Didn't she get got, shot from a big floor window? J.R. Rowling from Dallas. <laughs> Who shot J.K. Uh, Rowling? The famous. Oh, look, look, at the front, uh, look at the front cover. It's got like a Harry Potter esque kid. Like he's playing it in the most amazing way. None of us <laughs> thought to play our spectrums like that back then. I wish I'd known that move. Yeah, that's quite too. an impressive wow, move. Your, your dad would have killed you if you, you t- don't hold the spectrum like that. Leave it on the table. You're going to break he's, it. He's playing where the exploding fist. He's using Q, <laughs> W, E, A, D, Z, X, C, and fire. One for fire. That's what he's doing. He's being very sensible. Yeah. That's, that's what's happening there. And then the woman behind him th- threatening to kill herself. Maybe that's his mum. Has she got a magic wand? Is that a magic wand in her hand? 
No, that's a knife. She's been, you're, you've been on there too long, Eric. Get get off that magic miner. Get off it. You're, you're driving me to to drink substance. You're driving me to substances. I mean this this whole magazine cover. I mean, it doesn't make any sense, does it? They've just thrown some boxes in there, some pop out boxes with words in that don't mean anything. Hookup hints. I mean, is is that? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it is that sort of, you know, geek num- telephone numbers for people who want to find other geeks to I don't do know. things with? Or is that how to how yeah, you put look, your RF lead in the back of your telly? And then the next, there's another section that says utilities review, go faster, courting compilers, flirting with fourth. I mean, it's, it's, all- a, dis- it's a disgusting world, isn't it, the world of the spectrum? It's all filth. It'd be interesting if you could work out what's reflecting off his glasses. He's probably not even playing Manic Miner. He could be coding. Is that what he's meant to be doing? Uh, oh, he's playing Pong. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> yeah, playing Pong. So you don't think he looks like a young? He doesn't. It's not a Harry Pro, Harry Potter. He just. He doesn't look like J.K.R. Rowling. Not no. him. No, he's Harry Potter because he's got glasses. <laughs> We're getting very dirty looks off our our. Uh, <laughs> he's he's our got he's got to cut all this crap out. <laughs> no, this is all good stuff. <laughs> Let's mention the front cover. What? Why? I can't. Rem- I think I can remember telephones being in the game, but are they that important that the front cover has that's, to be that's the a telephone version? That's not the bug bite version you're looking at, though, is it? Right. So, what was the and the front cover for the bug bite version? So, the bug bite version of Manic Miner has got. It looks like Zeus with a clawed hand holding a gold bar, <laughs> with an explosion hat coming out of his other hand, and an eagle just about to steal the explosion, and over Zeus's shoulder is an eternal sort of tunnel with cross beams <laughs> and uprights holding the roof up. So presumably that's the mining tunnel with what looks like a Terry's chocolate orange in the distance <laughs> with lightning coming out of it. Uh, Which yeah. I don't remember that being in the game. Is there skele- there might be skeletons in the game because that's a skeletal hand on the front cover, right? No, that's the eagle's claw flying <laughs> past, going, No, Zeus, I will have the shiny thing. And Zeus going, No, get back. I shall wave my gold bar at you in my clutched hand. <laughs> I just yeah. don't know what it's got to do with the game. The only thing is, is that's definitely a mine shaft with the cross beams and the supports that that miners have to put in when they're mining. I know all about mining. That that I recognise. Is that because you live in Wales? Yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm forever falling down open pits, <laughs> going look at those cross beams keeping this all up. Um, Good work. One thing, one thing we could also mention is, is the is the music. I think oh the, God! What, How does it go, Chris? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> you know how to do the <laughs> that was brilliant. I uh, again, I assumed my computer was on, but it's not. It's you. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Why? Why is that unique? Do tell. Apparently, in our research, it was the first game on the spectrum that could have uh, music whilst you played, and an animated loading screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I read that as well. Yeah. So a lot of firsts. <laughs> <laughs> well, as long as the the music is better than Horace Go Skiing, because that was. So, um, how far do you think you'll get playing it? A couple of levels in. Uh, I think I think that might be why we're making the first half of the podcast so long. Because I I, I I got a sneaky suspicion that the, the section this next section is going to be us failing really really quickly. <laughs> and despairing at how difficult this game was and wondering how we ever played it when we were kids and how we didn't have the the upright claw version of using the controller as shown on the front of your spectrum so do you think this time we would have used the keyboard because you kept saying that in, in where the exploding fist and then you spliced into the video uh some instructions which clearly showed a joystick and i'm so that that means we were must have been you playing where the exploding fist with a joystick yeah but i didn't see the how you select it normally you get a screen don't you to select your kempston your cheetah your whatever don't you yeah i think it was there was it yeah so do you think we played it with manic minor with a joystick or rubber keyboard the keyboard would you play manic minor with a joystick yeah, I'm thinking no, keyboard because it was early days. Early days, definitely keyboard. Yeah, I think it was one key. <laughs> Aren't you going to tell everyone what the keys are? <laughs> well, I think it's Q A E R T N B G H J. Enter, <laughs> Control, Alt, Delete. I think that's. I think that's how you play it. <laughs> Go to sub tan sign. <laughs> Load, run. <laughs> well, well, I think this might be a good moment to stop waffling and oh, um, pause. No, go off and play. Waffling because that means we've got a play going. No, I don't want to play Magic Mike. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. I've I'm not just got, sure. I've got a good feeling about this one. Oh, okay, well, if you all want to put yourselves through the same misery as us, um, then the link is below to play this on the almighty spectrum. Uh, play it any how you wish, uh, or any other version that you wish. And do press pause, and we will press pause, and uh, we'll go off for a few days and play it, but you don't have to wait that long, because through the magic of splicing and editing, we'll be back in a few seconds to tell you what we thought of Manic Miner. And we're back. Yes, welcome to part two of this podcast where we are going to talk about playing Manic Minor. When I say playing Manic Minor, um, which I hope you all joined along and, and, and did by clicking on the link below the video and had a go at the good old spectrum hit that is Manic Minor, 
Uh, I'm afraid you may find, like me, that you couldn't get off the first level, and um, now all my hopes and dreams have been dashed upon the shores that is the rocky cliffs of Spectrum Games. And I, I, I'm rambling because there's nothing. I have nothing to say more other than <laughs> I really couldn't get off the first level, and I hate it. And Chris, well, uh, Chris completed it, I assume. Yeah, this is an important moment in the podcast's <laughs> long, long history where yeah. I've done better than you. You have. I've done some miles. Much better. Yeah. Much better. Tell yeah. us where. Tell, yeah. tell us all about the game because I really have nothing to say. <laughs> I, well, <clears throat> yes. So um, I too, well, no, I did much better than you. Yes, I got onto the fourth, fourth level. To the fourth the mighty fourth level, which is the abandoned uranium workings, and I quite, to be honest, I quite enjoyed it. I didn't. I don't find. I think it's an honest game. It's an honest game. You know where the jump is going to go. You know you you you've been moaning about not being able to change your change your opinion. You know, whilst mid mid flight, you know, uh, mid jump. That, that was well, but I think, yeah, and I think it's just an honest, like, I you like know. It. I like it that it's hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very honest game. You know that those little green shrubs are going to kill you if you touch them. You know that if you jump, that's the, that's the trajectory you're going to take. And if, if you've messed up from the from the moment you press the, the jump button, then that's it. You're done. Um, what is annoying is that level one is much harder than level two and level three. So that's probably maybe what's got you there. You've got frustrated straight away. It's the logs. I couldn't get past the logs. <laughs> <laughs> so where did you get on the first level? What, what, what was causing you the problem? No, I, I did get off the first level, but once. Um, oh. I, I think the, the, the major problem with this game, all the other games we've played, and all oh, joking aside, we... we have found most of them quite difficult. I think possibly because of that era of gaming, um, there was a certain penchant for difficulty. Uh, a lot of the games that we played have been arcade conversions, which are deliberately meant to be hard to <laughs> get the money out of you. But this game, I just... It, it, the first level was just so difficult. It was just so sort of frustrating that I didn't want to play it anymore. <laughs> Whereas the other games have all been, I want to, I want to do it again. I want to get further. I, I want to get somewhere in this game. Partly driven by the fact that I need the footage for the video. Now, anyone who is currently just listening to the podcast, it'll be fine. Just listening to my silky dulcet tones is more than enough to entertain you. But if you're watching the video, you're just probably seeing now a loop of the first level and me dying because it's only me who bothers to record the footage. <laughs> Mr. I got to level four, can't be bothered to screen record his footage and send it to me. So I'm afraid all you're going to get is me giving up <laughs> after level one. And I, I, it was, I think we've been playing this, I think, is it three days since we did the first half of this podcast? Uh, three, longer, four days, is it longer than that? And I have just not wanted to come back to it to continue playing it 
there's so many good things about it. I mean, there's not. <laughs> let's let's start with the keyboard layout. No. That's one thing we like to talk about architectural games. It's left, right, and jump. What is there to talk about? It's brilliant because it's, it's got not. an innovation. Look, you can use QW, oh God, left and right, or you can use ER, or you can use T <laughs> and Y. You need an ER, or you can use U and I. Heart rate <laughs> shot it's through got, the roof. It's got it's got left and right all across the QWERTY QWERTY you up all the way along there. That's brilliant. <laughs> Have you, Pro- you noticed John's going to hate you if you're not speaking into a microphone? He, Chris oh, is so intently looking at the screen. He's so <laughs> pleased with himself. He's got level effing four. <laughs> he can't Sorry. Right away. Have, you, have you noticed that? Um, so we did talk about it in the first half where the music <laughs> plays whilst you play. Music. So music and music and sound effects in a spectrum <laughs> game. In a spectrum game at the same time. I, I might have to play and, them for everybody now on in the video. I might leave it on a yeah. ten minute loop. <laughs> and <laughs> you could turn the music off and just have sound effects. Did it's you know genius. That? Right. Now, did you notice no. how your extra lives stop dancing when you turn the music off? Extra lives? Look, yeah, mate, yeah, so I was li- playing it, well, all the lives disappeared in about 10 seconds. I wasn't aware well, on of the any bottom, On the bottom left, you've got your life um, indicator, right? You've got your two, when you start off, you've got three lives, I think. You're just showing so off. You've, you've got, got time to look at that whilst playing this game. Yeah. You're, you're looking at the things like, in the peripheral of this game <laughs> and playing like, it. Yeah. You've got lots of time. It's a relaxed puzzle. You've Bollocks. just got oxygen. You've also got oxygen that runs. I mean, to amp up the difficulty level, you're right. There is a timer, is there, which is your oxygen. Is there a t- Oh, yeah. I was going to say, is there a timer? Yeah, so your oxygen is running out. You are a miner. Your oxygen's running out. So, yes, you do have to work out the puzzle. You have to time your jumps perfectly. And you have to do it all <laughs> within the time. Whilst checking out things such as, if you turn the music off, your lives stop dancing. Have you not noticed they dance? Or whilst you're playing, they're in the bottom left-hand corner, dancing. No, I just kept seeing a boot come down. Yeah, that's great as well when you die. The big it's not great. <laughs> There's nothing great about dying. It's a terrible thing. <laughs> it's great. It's an amazing animation. It's like, think back to the times. I don't understand why. Maybe it's hit some kind of nostalgia bone in me, but this one I can forgive oh, man. so many things. It's not like... Space Harrier, which is boring. So you'd rather play this than Space Harrier? Yep. Uh, Shinobi? I'd rather play this than Shinobi. R-Type? <laughs> I think. Manic Miner, I'd, I'd prefer... Speedball? Manic Miner. Ghouls and Ghosts? <laughs> I think I prefer this. Oh, my God. <laughs> but we are called <laughs> Spectrum Days. I suppose this is it's only yeah. fair. That we should crack, crack our run. Finally, we've popped our good game cherry, <laughs> and it is manic flipping minor. I don't know, but there's something wrong because whenever I think of those games again, I think <laughs> they're probably great. <laughs> <laughs> but if I was just to listen to our own podcast, I'd remember again that they're not great. <laughs> It's some kind of inception, funny kind of memory loop, because now I remember them being great again. 
I, 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 you know, the moment, moment I turned this game on and started playing it, I thought, oh yeah, I do remember this now. <laughs> and and I, I'm not sure, I, I'm not sure I liked it back then. I think this is a severe, severe case of retro tinted glasses, and I'm really, really not sure the first half. I might have to change the first half of the podcast. <laughs> All the things I said are just wrong, <laughs> and I'm afraid. Honestly, I got halfway through that first level. I just thought this is awful i hate it i hate the way it well, controls I, I hate the way it sounds it's annoying i just kept dying i couldn't get anywhere i didn't want to play it anymore uh we've just lost all our subscribers because they're all people who are into the spectrum, spectrum fans yeah which um, we are and i thought i was and i thought i liked this game i don't <laughs> it's awful <laughs> i'd rather play jet set willie the the superior <laughs> no, no, that was great that, that was yeah that was great that was great yeah that was great jetpack <laughs> lunar jetman yeah look I, I look i don't know there was something about you know i felt yes i remembered it immediately and also the second level with the kind of pink and the, the penguins i remembered that um third level yeah it's just got yeah Stop i mean on. i mean of course i've got <laughs> of course, I could quite happily never. I could quite happily never play it again. I mean, it's not like I need to go back again. Don't get me. Don't he's get lying, me everyone. He's playing it now. That's why he's looking at the bloody screen. <laughs> don't he's get there me wrong. Playing it, <laughs> wishing he had a rubber key for the full experience. Yeah, yeah. And look, the main character, the miner's got. He hasn't. He's not wearing a helmet, by the way. How do you know? He's got. You can see his, he's got a quiff, right? It's made it's up of about helmet. six sprites. How do you, that could be any sprites. Six pixels. Pixels, sorry, sprites. <laughs> six sprites. Well, it looks pixels. Like, well, he might be no shaking Devon. I don't know how these games are made. <laughs> hey, he might with that with that with that quiff. He might be shaking Stevens down the mine. Shaking looks, Stevens down the mine. Yeah. Oh, that's that's going to be an excellent bit in the video. That. <laughs> <laughs> so I, for strangely, didn't find it too annoying. I could totally never play it again in my life. It's not that, you know. Well, you heard it here, folks. Folks, uh, Manic Miner is better than R Type, Ghouls and Ghosts, Shinobi, Speedball. Uh, yeah, basically every game we've reviewed so far. Chris, Chris thinks this is better than all of those games put together. I'm not sure if it's better than Way of Exploding Fist. Oh, really? See, see, see what I'm saying? It's like there's some kind of relaxing. You're just trying nostalgic. to win, win our spectrum loving fans back to the oh, channel. Yeah, you're trying to balance after we destroyed, out my, after we destroyed Horace Ghost Game. My raging Ying, <laughs> your calming Yang. But what, I mean, if you could do the level in Revenge of Shinobi where you jump on those logs, we're doing a double jump. Yeah, that you how couldn't could, do. How could you, not, how could you not cope with a single jump where every single time, or you know, you know in, in Manic Miner, <laughs> you have to jump, you know, when you see like there's, there's like a level, there's a platform and there's a, a, a little tree above your head. It's like, oh, that's when I've got to do a jump. You you could just use the scenery to know when you got to do the jump. You just you just know it, and that's it. It's just it's very analog. It's very 
It's a successful jump or it's not. You only get a problem if you try and rush through the level. I'd, I'd like to say that it's obvious that one of us is autistic, but I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I think anyone listening knows we both are, but in very different ways. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, the logs in Shinobi were awful. They were terrible. The double jump, jumping off the screen where you can't even see what's coming. This, this game's totally honest. You can see... Everything you need to do on one screen, it's a puzzle. You know you've got to get there. Go and get those keys, get all the keys, get back to the door. You can work it all out. You know what you've got to do. Just got to make those jumps correct. But it's not like Shinobi where they've cheated you, which with lazy games design, with jumping off the screen, leaps of faith. <laughs> ah. After all these weeks, you're still irked by Shinobi. <laughs> a game from 1989. Yet Manic Minor, <laughs> written a few brief years earlier, is superior to Shinobi. <laughs> oh, God, I was worried we weren't going to have anything to say about this game, but we've established it's better than Shinobi. I, I'm, I'm astounded. People, people will be horrified. We, this will probably make this podcast go viral because every every self respecting ZX Spectrum lover is going to be sharing this with their friends. Going, listen to these yeah. idiots. <laughs> definitive, tr- the definitive truth. One of them hates it. One of them loves it. There's something wrong with one of them. Oh, hold up! I don't know if I'd love it. Oh, oh, here we go. So when you got to level four, well, why didn't you get to level five? Were there logs? Well, I, I can't. I do wish it would kind of like save your progress <laughs> because it's once you know how to do. Once you know how to do level one, it's a bit like oh, I just got to go through it again. So, uh, so you know, that doesn't sound like somebody who's enjoying something. Oh, I just got to go through. <laughs> oh, there's another level. Oh. <laughs> How many levels are there in this game? Uh, 20, are there? Oh, God. Am I right? Can, can someone let us know? I'm fairly sure, wasn't it? Didn't the first version of this, you couldn't actually complete it or something? Or am I thinking of another one of Matthew's said, like I know him, games? Is it this yeah. one? Yeah. And they had to, that's why he, he brought it out himself on his own label or something so that you could actually complete it. I've got a vague memory that you can't actually complete complete this game, the first version of it or something like that. Maybe I'm imagining it. Maybe I'm imagining it. Thing is, I, I, I will have to play it again and hopefully that's what people are watching now. As I say, Chris ain't going to record it, so I'm going to have to. <laughs> So I, if you see, if you see, if you see Magic Miner in his magic hat <laughs> or quiff, let us know in the comments whether it's a hat or a quiff. He's got a quiff. If you see, it's a hat. He's a miner. Even in the eighties, there were rules. It's a little it's torch a and a hat. Um, yeah, let us know. Let us know. Is it, is it a hat or a quiff? Um, hopefully, you'll see this actually get past level one which will be me playing it so we'll see how far i actually get uh when i have to actually get the footage for the video you're hopefully watching 
or it might just be level one looped. I'm sorry if you've been watching this the whole time. You're just watching level one loop and a boot come down and then it start again and uh, and ten minutes of the music. So you don't have anything else to say about the game then? Uh, not really. I, I'm I'm disappointed. Uh, I more more in myself. I say, but I, well, I'm just repeating myself. Really, I, I, for some reason it did not make me want to carry on and get through it, where the other games, the hard games that we played, did make me want to. And I was reminded as soon as I started playing it, oh yeah, actually, I think back then, I, I'm not sure I did like it all that much. And I'm not sure yeah. I did get very far on it, actually, um, once, I, once I turned it on and started playing it. It's constructed very well. I'm sorry, perhaps I've you know, obviously been far too negative, partly for comedic effect um it is constructed very well it does control well for what it is it's not like you can can blame the keys or blame the functions or the animations or glitching or color clash which was often the thing that was leveled at spectrum games or it's not that it's a very cleverly designed puzzle platformer which back then, funny enough, I don't think we'd have even called that. It would have been just a platformer. I don't know whether we'd have called it a puzzle platformer, but that's what it is. And actually, as thinking about it, there are lots of modern games that are like it. Um, it reminds me slightly of sort of the Trine series, where you're actually using sort of three characters who've got different abilities to get through the different sorts of puzzling, sort of, you know, moving a block here or jumping this to one's character can do higher jumps or something like that. It's, I can see what, again, I can see and I'm reminded of why it was so influential and why it was so popular at the time. Um, I just, just didn't want to play it. Just didn't feel like playing it anymore. Simple as that. Yeah, we kind of hit a bit of a, a bit of a run of that type of game because Space Harrier was a bit blur as well. Speedball for a totally different reason, but yeah, Speedball was grey. Where the Exploding Fist was kind of calming. Yeah, respect the animation, but you know, we need some kind of like game we hate again. You know, I think that was the thing was, it was a, you know, a love-hate relationship with the ghouls and ghosts and, and Shinobi. Yeah. So, yeah. So maybe yeah. if, so maybe if, um, if anyone is out there listening, <laughs> they, could, they, could, they could contact, contact us or, or message us on Twitter or whatever and, and give us uh, some suggestions for our next game or games. Yeah, help send us a list of games, uh, and we can we can look into those. Um, but yeah, I think that's it, really. Manic Miner. Yeah, I, I, oh god, we, we we're not playing Jet Set, will you? We're not really going to play the follow up. No, yeah. no, I think we're going to play a really good game next. Oh, good, a good. Great do, game. do tell. What are we playing? <laughs> is it on the Spectrum? I think we're playing another Spectrum game. Yeah. Go on. What is yeah. it? Renegade. Renegade. Mm. Good. That is a good game. Oh, yeah, I don't want to jump the gun because we could already do episode part one of the next episode. But yeah, Renegade was great. <laughs> Renegade was great. Excellent. We know it was. Yeah, it was. And it will be. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, well, join us next time when we'll be playing Renegade. You can email us at hello at spectrumdays.com and you can contact us on Twitter at spectrumdayspod. And you can also find us on YouTube just by looking up Spectrum Days.